Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Ang. I don't know if any of you noticed, but um, I've been on a pretty good schedule of posting podcast episodes for three consecutive weeks now, so I'm super happy about that. I hope I can continue this streak of posting episodes for you guys because I've just been really enjoying putting most of my efforts into podcasting and just doing other stuff as well as I've told you guys a lot of times um, that I didn't have time to do when I was in school. Anyway, before we get into um, what the episode is going to be about today, I wanted to give you guys a little update on what has been going on these past few weeks of self-isolation. For me personally, I think it's been a total of about three weeks that I've been in complete and total self-isolation. And when I mean complete self-isolation, I literally mean that I haven't been out at all except for, of course, when I take my walks, which I've been trying to do every day so I don't go stir crazy in my home and just staring at my computer the whole time. Other than that, I really don't go anywhere because I'm trying to do what they're suggesting by staying indoors and just avoiding all contact with other people besides my family members, of course. And I just think that the sooner we all do this, the sooner the situation is going to get better. So yeah, all of you guys should be doing that as well. Anyway, yeah, so three weeks I've been in this house um, where I live with my parents and my brother, my younger brother. And both of my parents both recently started working from home too, so it's been a whole family party at home, a little bit of a family reunion because normal days I really wouldn't see them this often. But it's super nice now that I get to see my family 24-7 because normally during the school year I don't see them, as you guys know, because I'm busy and all that. And not to mention I do sleep over at my best friend's apartment quite often too, so that added factor as well. But now that we're all forced to stay home, I'm really seeing them and talking to them all the time, which is a nice change of pace. Now that I think about it, um, you know, bringing the subject up about updating my life with you guys, I just realized that there are actually a lot of new updates going on in my life, which is funny because I didn't think there would be anything to share with you guys since I'm not really going out or doing anything. So I wanted to discuss with you guys like a couple of things that I've been, you know, recently watching or reading and just to share that with you guys because I got a lot of good feedback about some of the stuff that you guys can do in quarantine, in quarantine, which was my last episode. Um, I recently just rediscovered one of the shows that I used to watch when I was younger and that's actually Teen Wolf. Um, I'm sure so many of you can relate to this show because it's like a big hit on television um, but I started it a couple years ago and just like stopped in the middle of season six for some reason. I really don't know why I stopped. I do that sometimes where I start a show and I just stop all of a sudden. But it's not because it's like not good or anything. It's just I think I just become disinterested with it and I find other shows to move on to. But recently I've been loving rewatching it and reimmersing myself in like the whole Teen Wolf world. And can we just take a second to appreciate how good looking Tyler Posey is? I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his name. It's either Posey or like Posse, but um, he's my new man crush again. Also recently, something that um, happened actually very recently was I got a new book to start reading and it's called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It was a recommendation from one of Jen Im's March favorite videos on YouTube and I've just been hearing so many great things about this book and been always wanting to try it out. And as the title suggests, I think it's going to be, you know, a lot about focusing on the present and not overthinking with thoughts of the future or the past. And as we're speaking, that book literally just got shipped to my house. So I'm super excited to share with you guys more thoughts about the book. And, you know, you never know, I probably 
will even consider doing a whole episode on it if you guys want that. Also, another exciting thing that came in the mail with my new book was my new mic. And I'm actually using it right now, so we're going to see just how amazing it is. I'm not sure if you guys can hear a difference in the quality of this episode in particular, um, but if you heard it in the beginning and realized it in the beginning, then kudos to you. So yeah, from the very beginning of starting my podcast, I've been always borrowing my brother's mic, which I realized I never told you guys what it was, but his mic was a blue snowball and it was in the color white. And over the mic, um, I told you guys a little bit in the beginning, I had a pop filter on, on top of it that I got from Amazon um, just to like filter out the, the lisps and stuff. Anyway, the mic was a really great starter mic and I think it significantly enhanced the sound quality of my podcast episodes. So I'm really happy that, you know, I was able to borrow it from my brother without making a dent in my wallet, of course. And it was nice and all using a high quality mic for free. But in the end, I think I just got really tired of always having to borrow it from him and not having one for myself. And not to mention, since he's using it for gaming, if sometimes he needed it when I needed it, um, I would have to put off filming my podcast episodes because it was his mic, so I couldn't tell him when to use it or when not to use it. But I told myself that after the official 10th episode of this podcast, I would get myself a new mic, and actually, originally, I was planning to get that same mic that he used, but then as I got around to the 10th episode, I was getting quite busy, and then school was happening and everything, so didn't have time to get that. So now we're at the 13th episode of this podcast, and I really thought I would just, like, treat myself to getting a brand new mic that wasn't the same that my brother had, but it was, I mean, it is now definitely an upgrade. So now I currently have in my recording studio, which is not really a recording studio, it's my bedroom, but I have the Blue Yeti in whiteout. And let me just tell you guys, it is a really beautiful and high quality mic. I mean, granted, this is only my first time using it, but so far I've been um, loving it just because I was testing it out earlier and it just looks amazing, of course, because I got it in all white. And of course, this mic was not cheap by any means. I had to spend a little bit more than usual on this bad boy, but I think it's completely worth it and I think I will be using this mic for a very long time. I mean, I hope to. And if you're looking for a new mic to start out with, um, I would really suggest starting out with the Blue Snowball for your mic because it's, you know, I think it's fairly inexpensive. It's like $50 compared to this one. This one's $150. Um, and I think that one still works like really great. But when you're ready to make an upgrade, I would then suggest the Blue Yeti. There were so many amazing color choices on the Yeti on Amazon, but I got the full white one because I think it just really matched my aesthetic of my room. And it didn't cost any extra money to like get a different color. So yeah, I just thought I would get something different from the standard color, but they have some really nice other colors as well they have like a whole red one and a whole blue one which is like super cool and I wish I could pull those off but I just don't think that that's my aesthetic but anyway that's all I have for you guys regarding a little update of what's been going on in my life um so why don't we get on right into today's episode and as you guys can tell from the title which I thought was really clever and creative by the way I'm going to be talking about how my learning as a fashion student has kind of shifted as the situation, you know, has been going on and it kind of forces schools to go online. And I'm sure most of you that are home now are probably going through the same online school format as well. Actually, I think everyone is doing that. But I'm sure we can all relate to how hard of an adjustment it's been for everyone, um, not just me. And what's been the hardest for me to adjust to is really taking that one-on-one -on -one experience, that hands-on experience that I had at Parsons, and trying to have that same effect online and through video meetings, which is just simply not the easiest thing. And I'm not saying that the adjustment hasn't been hard for people in academic schools, 
But just if you put yourself in my shoes and in the shoes of the people who are, you know, also in creative slash design schools, it's like three times as hard. Um, the way design school works, well, at least my school, is kind of by implementing small classes and just really close-knit communities within classes. So I don't know about other schools, but all of my classes, and when I say all, I literally mean all of my classes except for the lectures, have around 11 to 15 people. So they're relatively small and close-knit and everyone just knows each other and knows each other really well. Well, that's debatable, but most of the time. Um, Our professors are really intelligent and helpful in the way that they teach us and our learning relies a lot on that one-to-one time that we have with our professors. And like, yeah, of course, there is a possibility of doing Zoom meetings one-on-one with the professors, but I just really don't think it's the same thing. And like in terms of showing us sewing techniques or demonstrating things to us, it's super hard to relay that through video meetings. And a lot of time I feel like the professors are kind of, you know, just directing us or redirecting us to like watch YouTube videos or watch online tutorials on how to do it rather than showing us because it's just not easy for them. So that's been one of the biggest challenges for me. Anyway, since I officially went through one full week of online class at Parsons, I kind of wanted to do like a version of a week in my life, but through this episode of the podcast. I realized that the name of my podcast is The Life of a Fashion Student, but I realized that I never really did explain to you guys how my life is as a fashion student, and I love how now that I've become an online fashion student, I just thought it'd be really interesting to walk you guys through that and how it's been for me. So I officially started online classes last Monday, uh, March 30th, and Monday is actually one of my busiest days during the weeks, during my school weeks. So normally on Mondays, I have a six-hour studio class from 9 a.m. to 2.40 p.m., which is really actually quite brutal. So I'm happy that those have been cut down. But of course, I mean, I paid my tuition for that six-hour class, that really hands-on six-hour opportunity, and now it's kind of been reduced to like two hours of online learning. So, I mean, that's a problem for like another day, but yeah, that's a little concerning. So that first class is called Design Studio, and it's one of the required core classes for second-year Parsons students. Um, We basically just do as the name of the class implies. We do most of our designing in that class and we learn about like the technical aspects of design and how we present our work. Um, Not really sure if that sums it up, but that's the best I can do. Anyway, I think this class is a little easier to navigate through online learning because a lot of it is based around feedback from the professor to the student. So that's something that's doable through online video meetings. For me personally, though, I think the feedback of this class has been cut down a lot because of the fact that my professor is trying not to have a six-hour Zoom class, so it hasn't been very beneficial for the class because we're missing out on that valuable time. Anyway, my first design studio class online was not bad at all. We kind of just did a little mini critique, but um, I think I felt like it was like sort of rushed, and I just really would have preferred to have been in class, obviously, as most people do. Anyway, later on in the day, I actually have my French class, which I have to say is one of my favorite classes now that we've moved onto this online platform. I think a language class actually suits being online because I don't think there is any real reason for it to be in person. Well, that being said, I think learning a language online and just through web sources, web resources could be difficult. But if you have a teacher speaking with you and walking you through it, then I think it could be possible, which is what I'm going through, obviously. 
Um, I've been really engaged in my French classes lately. I would say even more so than when we met up in class at school. And I'm not sure if I shared this on this podcast, but I'm actually minoring in French studies. So it's been an interesting little um, adventure for me to keep taking French every semester. But I'm super into the French language and I've been trying to learn it since I was in high school, but I ended up taking Latin instead to help with my SATs, which it didn't really help much. But if there's any advice I can give you guys, I would definitely take Latin some point in your life. I know that sounds really random and it's just like Latin's a dead language, so why would I take it? But I took it for three years now and I really think that it helped me with my vocabulary and just helped me just like throughout my time in high school and even in college. And just like a weird fact or whatever, but I see Latin come up in a lot of like shows that I'm watching now like Teen Wolf I think some Latin inscriptions came up or whatever and I could like read them so that was pretty cool but going back to French after that class I'm basically done with classes for Monday so that's super cool but Tuesdays are also one of the busiest days for me during the week I actually have three classes consecutively um one is a lecture the next is a recitation and then finally I have a studio class But now because of the online platform, it's kind of been cut significantly shorter. I mean, like, we basically don't have lecture at all anymore because there is no online lecture that we're required to sit in on. Um, My professor just posts lecture content for our viewing purposes, and I'm going to be 100% honest, I don't even really look at them, which is super bad because I'm basically paying for that class, but I'm not really, you know, engaging in it and looking at any of them the information but I just I don't know I just don't want to read it so that's lecture but for recitation we are actually required to show up to the zoom meetings in order to be like accounted for attendance so I do go to those but I did skip the first one um we really just in that class we talk about our readings that we do and we discuss it in depth so it's just more of like a discussion class and I kind of have like a love-hate relationship with this class because I don't think it's really necessary for us to have this class for our learning purposes at Parsons, but I do sometimes enjoy the topics that we talked about. So like just last week, we were on the topic of talking about fashion and beauty influencers and how the influencing landscape has kind of changed. Yeah, so talking about that topic was super interesting and it's just not just like a normal topic that you would talk about in school, so... I love that. And then my final class is my night class that starts at 7 p.m. And it's my visual communications class, which is another core class that the sophomore um, year requires at Parsons. To me, this class is super interesting because it's just showing me that my school does put marketing and presentation and layouts and stuff at the forefront of what it means to represent your identity as like a designer. So that's really important to me. So I'm glad that they actually made a class to teach that. And this class has been helping me a lot with like my layout and graphic design skills. It's a class where I do most of the online, not online, like on the computer skills. So, you know, movie editing skills, Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, like all of those good things. I do happen to like this class a lot because I think it really pushes me to step out of my comfort zone once in a while. And just like my design studio class, I think it's been a pretty smooth transition to going online because like I said, this is more of like a you know, using your computer type of class. So everything is online and um, done graphically. So it hasn't been that much of an adjustment. And moving on into Wednesdays, I'm happy to say that I only have one class and it's just my second class of French during the week. Uh, I just really love having French two times a week because I think it forces me to practice the language when I'm learning, um, both at the start and then in the middle of the week. So I think it's really great. And finally, Thursday is like my last day of the week that I have classes because I don't have classes Friday, but it is definitely the killer. 
Thursdays are when I have my six-hour sewing studio class, and we call it Creative Technical Studio at Parsons. Again, another one of the core classes needed. Now, to be frank, this is the class that's taken a bit of time adjusting to um, now that we only meet through video meetings. I just think that it's pretty much close to impossible to learn all these sewing techniques and receiving feedback on projects like sewing projects like online. And that's honestly just me. Some people might prefer the online method better, but I really do think that the money I'm paying for to have that one-on-one with the professor is just kind of wasted on working with him through the screen. But my professor has been really patient with like all of us through this time, so I'm really grateful that I do have such an amazing professor during this adjustment period. I mean, of course, it's not his fault or even the school's fault. To be honest, nobody saw this virus coming and affecting us as bad as it is now. So yeah, I'm definitely not pointing fingers at anybody at all. Also, I wanted to mention that I am still currently working with my same internship um, and I'm, I'm doing all the same things just remotely. But I'm super grateful that I did get get the chance to do this internship and have the opportunity because I know a lot of people are losing their jobs, students are losing their internships because of the virus. So I remind myself every day how lucky I am, but on top of all the school Zoom calls and work, I do work a full-time internship as well. So basically now all my time has been spent on the computer and staring at a computer and doing work. I mean, it's a lot better than I thought it would be, and I was dreading it so much the first week of online classes. I was literally telling all my friends how much, like, how upset I was that this was, like, moving into this platform and how we were still having school. For one thing, I really do miss the social aspect of being in class with, like, my fellow peers and professors, and I think I took that for granted a lot when I was actually in class. A big thing as well, I am missing, like, the facilities in school more than ever, I would much rather use the expensive industrial sewing machines that are in my school rather than my, you know, crappy home sewing machine. But again, a lot of students actually don't have their own home sewing machine, so I'm grateful that I do even have one. But anyway, I just noticed that over the past week that a lot of things that I did at my school really make a difference and they're done at school because at home everything's just a lot harder. Like for one project, I actually had to print out clothing patterns on like a very large like piece of paper and at my school we actually do have a plotter printer to do those things that are like easily accessible to students and we've already like prepaid them in our tuition but let me just tell you guys that in order to get these patterns printed in time for like one of my projects that's coming up I had to literally climb mountains just to get it done and what I ended up doing and if any of you guys are having this problem as well I would suggest doing it too I actually sent my documents to um, a FedEx near me that does have a plotter printer And they were able to print it out for me on some really nice quality paper. I mean, it it cost me a lot of money, definitely more than it would if I did at school because it was already, you know, in the tuition. But I was able to get it done in the end. I mean, just the biggest thing I learned from all of this is that I spent a lot of time complaining the past few weeks about small problems like doing online learning and not being able to use the sewing machines in school. But the truth is, my problems really do seem small in retrospect to a lot of other people's problems out there. Like, there are people's lives who are on the line, and it just seems so import- so unimportant to complain about things like not having access to a plotter printer or to print, you know, pattern pieces and stuff. 
But yeah, I just realized to, you know, stop complaining about my problems and just focus on how to fix them or doing the best that I can to fix them, which is definitely what I did by printing out my patterns at FedEx. But it was like a big sense of accomplishment for me that I was able to solve my own problems and just, you know, figure it out myself without being frustrated or complaining about the fact that I don't have a plotter printer. I hope most for most of you, um, the online learning experience has been a good one so far. And I will say I definitely do not prefer online learning over actual like in-class experience, but there are worse things in life. So, And like most of my friends, especially those from high school um, that are in academic schools, it's been really interesting to hear from them how it's been going. But I, I do have my base of art school friends as well that can relate to me on the same level that, you know, of the stuff I'm dealing with. I think it's really interesting to see actually now that I'm home all the time, like the reactions that my parents have to the work that I do it for school, because I feel like before they didn't really understand the work that I do at school or what was really involved in art school. But now, I mean, they constantly see how busy I am when I'm like sprawled out on the floor cutting patterns at 1 a.m. or I'm like on my computer drawing illustrations for like literally the entire day. So I think that they've like comprehended how much work I really do put into school But anyway, to all the students out there and even you guys who aren't students, I really do wish you guys the best of luck with everything in school. And just a reminder to not take things too seriously. I mean, I'm always saying this, but now since you do have more time to do other things, I really urge you guys to take the opportunity and do those things that you were never able to do. I realized after doing this episode how much I love talking about just my journey through school and its ups and downs. I mean, I even made a whole episode about possibly taking a gap year like or semester, gap semester. But like with the situation that's going on right now, I'm starting to like reevaluate that and I'm really valuing my learning experience and I'm grateful that I even do get to continue school because some people don't get that opportunity. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and a little insight into what my online fashion school is looking like. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them. Just to let you guys know I have some really exciting new um, episode ideas that are coming up, so I can't wait to knock those out and put them up for you. Anyway, see you on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.